Embrace the Day with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Now, one lady who has certainly uh, embraced the day, she's embraced her 40s as she uh, as she heads into uh, into 50s. And uh, I, uh, I've got, uh, for over two decades, Melinda Schneider has been uh, a leading light of Australian country music. She's had a 40-odd year career. Well, we're not going to say 40. We'll say th- maybe 37, I think, is, is about fair because, you know, we've, we've got to give her some teen years. Not many, but a few. She's been uh, obviously on Dancing with the Stars. We know her through, uh, through her many aria charts, through her, uh, her six golden guitars. And she joins me in the studio now. Good morning. Thank you for joining hey, me, Melinda. Tracy. Great to be here with you. It's great, isn't it? Now, it's, it's wonderful. You just have to drive up the freeway these days. You're it's down so with the Central easy. Coast Mafia. Yeah, it's so easy to get here. And I love Newcastle. So many cool cafes and shops and it's very cool. How long have you been on the Central Coast? We've been there about 11 years mm. this year and loving it. We came, we were living in Glebe in Sydney and uh, just I just thought it's not going to make me happy to buy a house in Sydney. I had no. two dogs and too much stuff and everything. Mm. I thought, nah, a semi in Leichhardt isn't going to do it for me. No. So we moved up to um, Kilcare, which is beautiful, and haven't looked back. We just adore it up there. It really is beautiful, isn't it? And, uh, you know, I, I make a joke of it, but, you know, it is the country music mafia area, isn't it? Everybody seems to be there. Has that helped you in, in settling into the Central Coast and finding a, a place and a home on the Central Coast? Oh, uh, look, I think <laughs> the country music mafia so to speak would would have everyone believe that we have barbecues at each other's house every weekend and do all of that but it's not entirely entirely correct um but I've, i've made a lot of new friends actually um a lot you know i think once you have kids i had my little boy sullivan at nearly 41 and um going to preschool and school has really opened up a whole new group of friends mm. for me. I just had my hens night last Saturday night oh. with some beautiful school mums who have become really good friends. So I feel very much a sense of belonging there now. Mm. It's really interesting when I was uh, when I was looking into uh, you know your background and some bits and pieces to, for this this interview. The one that uh, really grabbed my attention is uh, you know your your album about uh, life begins at forty, and uh, you know that was ten years ago now. Um, how do you feel about that album now? You know, as you as you're you headed into fifty, how do you feel now with that? Do you feel like uh, that was the person you were then, and it was you, you got rid of all of those, uh, I suppose, um, things off your shoulders? You got rid of everything, and you were able to start again. Or do you feel like you're still that person? Oh, look, I think um, you know that album was a compilation album of really everything I'd kind of released up until that point, um, and my life really did begin at 40 in the sense that I became a mum and, um, you know, was finally happy in a relationship with my partner, Mark, because I had a few shockers before I met Mark. (laughs) We had that conversation off air, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah. So it was, it really did change for me. I'd chosen a different kind of man. Um, You know, we bought a house, we had a a beautiful little boy, Sullivan, and um, started a whole new life. And I really have, I think definitely these last 10 years have been the best of my life. Mm -hmm. I turned 50 last year. And, um, you know, apart from 
the, the body changing, which is the downside. <laughs> yeah. You know, These it's things the extra just don't COVID go up kilos. like they used to, do they? No. And once you have a baby and breastfeed for four years, forget it. You know, your body, your hormones yeah, change. Gone. Everything changes. So I'm, I'm not enjoying that so much. But uh, apart from the, you know, superficial side of, of looking good, <laughs> um, I think internally, emotionally, I'm in a much better place. Mm. I'm so much more at peace. I'm in a really healthy relationship and, and that's really so so much of – that's everything really. You know, it to is. be happy in yourself and to be with someone who accepts you for who you are, that's all you need. But for a country music singer, that's not good because you need to write about all of the heartache <laughs> and the angst There's and plenty being of past left angst. at the <laughs> – there's plenty of childhood angst, past angst to draw from, don't you worry. <laughs> you started in this industry very, very early, didn't you? And, uh, you know, you, you, you were on a country practice as a very, very young young child, you know. How do you feel having grown up in front of, in front of you know, everybody and, and been in the, in the public eye for so long? Hmm. Well, I'm choosing a different path for, for Sullivan. He's nearly 10. He's 10 on Sunday. Um, we haven't pushed him on stage. We haven't, um, you know really made those choices for him so for me it was very hard to have to be on stage from the age of three I think my first show was at the Hamilton RSL oh yes at three years old and I think it was Kenny Potts who was the 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 compare and he had me on stage and I sang on stage I still remember it um I wouldn't recommend that and I'm not Mm. certainly not doing it to to my little boy you know on one hand it, it was great in a sense, because I had a lot of experience. I didn't, you know, I don't get nervous before I go on stage and all of that now because mm. I've been doing it for so many years. But, you know, first recording at eight and, and doing all of those things, it did kind of stunt my growth, mm. my personal growth, and, and kind of there was a pressure to be perfect and a pressure to be excellent at everything you do, and it was just too much pressure in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, no um, wonder your 20s and your 30s were, were fun. Yeah, I had no idea who I was. Mm. It took me a really long time to kind of find out my identity and who I was. And so, you know, and, and even, you know, 2018 and 19, I actually had two bouts of depression, which was a culmination of a whole lifetime of perfectionism and mm. pushing myself too hard and that critical inner voice always, you know, beating me up. And um, that was a big part of, of those depression mm. um, experiences. So... Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it, um, you yeah, know, no. even though it's great that I've got a voice, mm. I've had all this experience and I can use it and I've made the best out of it. But, yeah, look, it's we all... a tough journey. We all wish that things happened differently probably mm. in our childhoods. Yeah. There's certain things that we, we wished hadn't happened, but these How, are the things you've got to work through. You do, without a doubt. How did you find um, your depression battle? Because I, I know uh, a, a dear friend of mine, um, Craig Hamilton. Um, uh, I know Craig you know very Craig. well. Yeah. Um, yeah Craig, uh, Craig put something up on his Facebook page yesterday that said, you know, I'm going to keep talking until depression mm. is made normal. I saw that. Do you find that as well? Do you Mainstream, find that, he yep, said. Mainstream. Yeah. Do you find that as well? what is normal. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, I have was lucky enough to be asked to be an ambassador for the Rural Adversity Mental Health Program. And I, I went public with my story in 2020 and I've been doing wellness talks all around regional New South mm. Wales about my experiences and um, and how I healed from depression, um, what I learned. The last three years have been massive learning curve mm. for me and it's great to be able to share my story 
and hopefully help end the stigma around it because I had a lot of shame around it when it happened to me because I had to be perfect um, publicly. You know, you're you're, on, you're very close to a Virgo, aren't you? You are you're a Libra. I'm a Libra. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's the Virgo. It's the Virgo side of us. Um, I'm exactly the same. Exactly what you just said. The perfectionist yeah. and and yeah. You, life has to be just so. But they say that perfectionism is a coping mechanism from childhood because it was really how we got approval from our parents. Um, And that cycle just runs all through your life until you sort of break it. So I'm a recovering perfectionist now. (laughs) I'm not a workaholic anymore, which does mean I achieve less, but... I just you achieve don't, more than normal, but you just you yeah. You, I don't have that constant pressure. I couldn't mm. even take a day off. I couldn't. I felt guilty if I wasn't working on something, you know. And it just wasn't healthy. It's not healthy, is it? And and we really do need to make it mainstream that the stigma needs to be removed. Yeah, and so talking about it really helps that, and it's totally changed my life. Actually, really kind of taking that leap of faith, which it was. It was very scary to talk about it for me, especially because I was worried about what my mum would think, Mm. you know, and her generation, she's nearly 90, and there's a lot of shame there. Um, So I was worried about, you know, affecting her. But once I realised that, you know, her shame doesn't have to be my shame, I can talk about this Mm. openly. and, And that freed me from the shame completely. My God, I can't wait to see the next lot of songs coming out from you. My God, <laughs> now you, you talked about Sullivan and, and and wanting to you know to keep him him private. That's pretty tough, love. Your partner is Mark Gable from the Choir Boys. Um, yeah, he's got two very high profile type A personality parents, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he'll navigate that. You know, I keep saying to him, you know, let me know if you want to learn tennis or gymnastics or piano or <laughs> Just guitar or anything else. Just let me know. It's always open to him. Um, but he doesn't really – he's very musical, but he's not – wanting to learn an instrument mm. yet, which is totally understandable with two parents, yeah. you know. Yeah, with, in, in the with those two. In. Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. like, you, you know, you're underachievers or anything. Now, tell me the story. Love, Love Songs is the, the tour that you're uh, you're taking around the country at the moment. And, uh, you know, you, you've happily lived in unwedded bliss for the last 13 years. I have. But you're now getting married. Tell me the story. Yeah, so look, Sullivan, a couple of years ago, I think he was seven, he came up to me and said, Mummy could you please marry daddy? (laughs) And I said, darling, why? I said, we're going to be together forever. We're so happy. We're soulmates. And I said, by the way, you don't have to be married in order to be happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Why do you want us to get married? And he said, mummy, I just don't want anybody else to marry you. Oh, my God, that is gorgeous. Apparently there's a really big lineup out the front door of the house. (laughs) Sorry, right. you, can, you can flick them my way. <laughs> so oh, we couldn't resist you. that. So we were like, of course. So we are. We're getting married um, on the 10th of September. Oh, that's on wonderful. The beach. On the beach. Yeah, near our house. And uh, it's going to be, he's going to walk me down the aisle. So so did Dad actually ask you after all of that? No. He just still hasn't got down on bended knee? No. Oh, my. I Mark, didn't expect Mark, him that's to. shocking. No, we weren't really that, we weren't worried about marriage, mm. really. We were just quite happy. You know, as we were, but seeing Sally wants it, that's fine. You've both been through divorces or just you? Both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't want to walk down that aisle again. No, some people do. Some people mm. get married three or four times. Um, that's am- amazing to me. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't think you. Look, when I got married, I knew nothing. I was a baby. 
So, you know, I think it's much more important just to have a healthy relationship. It doesn't matter whether it's... A piece of paper is a piece of paper. Nah, that's right. It makes no difference. But as long as it makes uh, Sully happy, that's that's the most important Well, we're looking thing. forward to it now, actually. I bet you are. It'll be fun. You're going to be a white bride? No. Oh. I'm a black bride. I love it. <laughs> Mark's wearing white. I'm wearing black. I love it. I can't wait to see the photographs. Now, you are, uh, as I mentioned, you are touring uh, Love Songs, uh, which is obviously inspired by um, you know, your, your love and your, your affair with, with Mark and, of course, your, your love of, of Sully as well. Yeah. Um, you are here at Lazotte's uh, on, uh, on September 3, we worked out. Yes, yeah, September 3 at Lazotte's. Um, yeah. If people want to get along, what can they expect? Oh, look, it's a very emotional show. It's a feel-good show, but there are a few tearjerkers in it, so I take people on an emotional journey. Um, they're going to hear a lot of my original love songs from throughout my career, as well as a handful of absolute classic love songs from the Bee Gees, Carole King, Dolly Parton, uh, Joni Mitchell, uh, and we have a bit of a sing-along. Uh, and I think at the end of it, people walk out feeling very connected and warm and fuzzy and happy. I love it. Yeah. When are we getting new music from you? Next year. I'm in the middle of recording a new album, um, which is, I think it's going to be called Created Equal. I like. Because I am a Libran. Everything has to be fair. (laughs) Absolutely. And equitable. (laughs) Um, And yeah, a few strong statements on this album. Um, And yeah, it's coming out, I think about March next year, we're planning on. Fantastic. Well, will you pop in and say hi to me once that gets released as well? And here she is, the wonderful Melinda Schneider with I Will Always Love You. Take it away, my friend. If I should stay, I would only be your way so I go but I know I'll think of you every the way and I will always love you Bittersweet memories That is all I'm taking with me So goodbye, please don't cry We both know I'm not what you, you need
that uh, is uh, that is such a hard song, isn't it? Uh, it's a great song. It's one of the best love songs ever written, really. So if you would like to see uh, Melinda Schneider, she's playing at Lazotte's on the uh, 3rd of September. So get your tickets, head to lazotte's.com.au and you'll find all of the details there. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Thank you so much for your time, Melinda. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. You're listening to Newcastle in the Morning.